G'day, everyone, and welcome to the Inside MBA show. I am your host, Matty G. On a pod I usually do solo, it's the chase down each week and how to lead into a weekend. But with the short week this week, it changes the game entirely. And someone who is very used to changing the game, he's our, he's our number one batsman. He is the biggest horse in all the world. Mick Dell is coming up at you straight after this as we get your must-add players. We review today's action and have a bit of fun. And I spring a special surprise on the big horse, Mick Dell himself, right up after this. Welcome to the ultimate super coach and fantasy sports show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. He goes like this. He is the biggest horse in town, Supercoach yeah. underscore big horse. How are you, McDell? Yeah, good. Thanks for the uh, the pump up. That was uh, very nice of you. But yeah, going well. Oh. Just knocked off a day from work and looking forward to chatting all things NBA, mate. Well, it's more than that, McDell. I've got a surprise for you. And I've got a surprise for all our listeners. Okay. Happy 100th NBA episode. This is Where it. I should... Here we go. Here we go. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Raise the bat, everybody. We've, we've, hit a, we've hit a ton. You know you get double rep for this, just so you know. Bit of a, yes, sir. Bit of a, two, a, bit of a throwback 2K, 2K reference for you there, mate. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was something. I know. I swear to God. Thank you, Mike Wang. But look, we're here to talk all things NBA on our 100th show as well for the Chase Down. Thank you very much for joining me, Mick Dell. We'll, go, we'll basically, we're going to cut to the shits. We're going to get right down to it because there's the last game of the day playing right now. So let's do our rewind. Starting off the day, the most handsome man in town, Cade Cunningham. I know you love your Cade Cunningham. Him and his Pistons going down to the bounce back Lakers who decided to play four quarters of basketball today. I guess that's what we can take away. The biggest thing is the, the Lakers played a whole game. Yeah, absolutely. They spanked the pants off the Pistons, didn't they, today? 133-107. Yeah. Anyone stand out for you in this one? Yeah, look, the big three. And, and, and I lose big three loosely here, but it's LeBron Davis had in a great game. And obviously, D'Angelo Russell was the biggest one there, plus 31 in the plus, in the plus minus. But 35 points, nine assists, two blocks for D'Angelo and a steal. Nice. The efficiency was what we love to see. Five from seven from deep, 13 from 17. Mick, a great game from him. The thing that stands out for me is Max Christie's inability to score in this starting unit. Like, Hood Shafino came in with 10 points today, but Christie's been the placeholder starter there. He's not, he's just not returning anything. You can look elsewhere, can't you? Oh, absolutely. He's nowhere near even a 20 team format for me. You're definitely looking elsewhere. Absolutely. Anyone for you in the Pistons today that you like? Not really. No. Cade Cunningham, 15 points, five assists, four rebounds on six of 15. But he was a minus 33 while on the court. Detroit just don't care about defense, do they? They don't care about basketball. I mean, no, I take that back. They probably do care about basketball. That's a pretty egregious statement of me to make. But they're not very good at it, seemingly. Like, these guys are 2-16. and 16. Like, if, if the tank job wasn't there... It is now. And with Asar Thompson being the breakout talent he is, your window for him on a bio – look, I'm just going to say right now, there is bio options just presenting mm. themselves left, right, and center. Like, I think with the whole like trepidation with Bojan coming back, his minutes could go down. Duran today was trash in his 18 minutes. 
like not a very good 18 minutes from him. You might be able to like prize him away. I learned more from Jaden Ivey, but he only got 19 minutes today. That wasn't a great result. I've been very happy. Look, we're playing against each other in a league this week. I've got Jaden Ivey. I picked him up just because of the back-to-back today and tomorrow. And I almost dropped him yesterday to pick up a free agent that I was looking at in one league. And I didn't. And then I regret it today when he goes 7-1-3 and three and his negative 17. It just feels icky. Icky. Yep. Mate, next game yeah. of the day for you. Take us, take us through that next one. There's, there's no, we can't say anything nice about Detroit, can we? No. Next. <laughs> so here we go. Washington, one twenty, were defeated by the Orlando Magic, one hundred and thirty-nine. For Big the school. Orlando Magic, Franz Wagner was very efficient from the field, going eleven of fourteen, four of six from deep, five of six from the line, six boards, three helpers, one block, thirty-one points. Sergs, nine from 15 from the floor, 22 points. And yep. Cole Anthony continues to impress, doesn't he, without Markel Fultz. Oh, Six mate, boards, five helpers, great. two blocks, 25 points, and a plus 14 on the floor. Mate, this is this is what Cole Anthony could have been for the last couple of years instead of being like the just the big game-winning kind of guy. I love this iteration or version of Cole Anthony. Like, if you... Back to high school scouting, he was widely regarded as one of the best talents in the nation coming into the NBA early on. But his ego pretty much derailed him there. His trade value dropped in time and his performance and his play. And his, there's something you said, like talking about 2K again, there's something that you've said quite a lot of times. So let's get this one. It's where your expectations exceed your ability. What's that exact statement that you say? There's something you say very openly. Don't get your ambitions and your abilities mixed up. Yeah, that was Cole Anthony for pretty much his mm-hmm. NBA career. And I think, mate, I'm loving what I'm seeing from him. The 25 points is just sparkling. Nine from 16 from the field. Good game from there. Franz Wagner, go-go, but I'd say still feeling. And we're, we're looking at the whole week of Wendell Carter Jr. being out this week. There was some tell that WCJ could be back. We are hearing that he's probably going to be on the shelf until next week, which is fine. Still hold him because he will be worth it. And, and Mick, hearing rumors that they're going to continue to roll out Goga because they've been on this heater, I don't see it being the case. Like, they're not going to keep Badadze in the starting lineup. You wouldn't think so, no. But you sort of don't want to fix anything that's not broken, so to speak. Yep. And while they're on this roll, having Badadze in the middle, playing some, he's playing some good defense without the stats to show for it. Who's not to say that Wendell Carter Jr. may come back via the second unit? until something happens with that first unit and then makes his way back in. I think that's what we're looking at. I think you're spot on the money there, Mick. I think we're looking at, I'm thinking about Wendell coming back. He's going to get like, oh, he's been injured. He's going to come back and ease into some minutes. He's going to have obviously some padding or support on that hand as he comes back and then gets some minutes. So therefore, this probably becomes more of a, like, look, Goga's minutes is 24 minutes. Like They're not really starting minutes. Now you look at Mo Wagner and he's only on 19 minutes today, still four rebounds, 11 points plus 18. Nicely rounded out there. The thing, though, I would like to say here is that I look back up over the over the the Wizards and and Tyus Jones continues to be shit this season, which is a shame for Tyus. Uh, Pool, nineteen points, not what we want the in if the inability to be efficient from the field will always just be plaguing him. But again, solid enough side work there, I guess you could say from Coos. But Danny Advia was a guy that I let go today in a league. I, I had Walker Kessler and I needed blocks. And I had Walker Kessler in IL, like in Sill. I was like, I haven't yep. reacted to him yet. I've still got, I've still got Danny Abia. I've got to drop my worst 
guy. And I've got a pretty good team in that league. Like I'm, I'm happy with them. I dropped Denny, but then he goes and does a thing like this today where he gets two steals, 22 points, five assists, four rebounds. You know, he gets a three. He dribbles it in there on excellent efficiency. Look, love Advia. So if he's around there and it seems, look, this is a 10, it's a 12-team league, but only a short roster, 10 players. He flirts with that kind of value. If yeah, it's your deep, if you're a top, like 140, if you've got 150 players in your league and Danny Advia is still, for some reason, out there, please pick him up. Like, please pick up Danny Advia if you've got in a league where it's 150 players. If you've got about 120, 130, maybe, look, I even say he's probably worth Mate, you, you had him early this season. You really liked him. Yeah. And I just he, got him, I just got him back in a trade. So when we're yep. talking about Yavdia, just have a look at the injury report for tomorrow. He did go down to the third quarter after hitting a fadeaway yep. bar, clutching at his wrist or his arm. So just be careful, yep. make sure he's not out for any sort of length of time before rating. And it's a forearm injury, which you never like if if you're going out with that and you're unable to return. I don't know what that is. Uh, there was no mention afterwards on the injury report regarding no. uh, it may be a good sign. So uh, the wizard yep. bench after exiting the game. So he received treatment on the bench, but we don't yep. know the severity, but that's a good sign. Well, not staying back in the locker room. That's right. I did watch the replay of it. It was a non-contact from when he hit the ground. So it wasn't a reflexive putting his hand back. It's happened mid shot. So it almost looks like a corky, which is weird for Ooh. a forearm, but I couldn't see it being much more. Mate, we've had this conversation about the value of Scotty Barnes. And this is why I want to bring up this next game. The Raptors get a great home win versus the Phoenix Suns today on the road. Uh, Booker played 33 minutes, 12 shots, no threes, eight points, five assists, five rebounds. Two, this was an un, I don't I don't think I'm looking at Devin Booker's stat line when I see this. Yeah, it's shit, isn't it? It's it's pretty shit. Yep. Now, I'm not going to say there's any kind of buy a low window on, on Devin Booker because I don't think anyone would be dumb enough to trade him for a bag of peanuts. But Kevin yep. Durant just continues to be just fucking awesome, to be honest. Yep. But that's not a great game from Book. Uh, Nurk, solid game from him, 19 points, 14 rebounds, and a couple block shots there. No one really else standing out, though. The minutes distribution, Jordan Goodwin's still getting some off the bench there. But let's have the conversation about Scotty Barnes. Mm-hmm. This was... I will say a bounce back Barnsley game from the earlier season kind of bounce backy Barnsley game. You're a big mm-hmm. fan of Scott Barnes. Why are you so high on Scotty Barnes in the Raptors? Talk us through Barnsley. Yeah, I I just like how he does a bit of everything. He's quite athletic. He plays on the smaller guards where he gets his blocks, as we can see today. He's had three blocks, four helpers, seven boards, eight of eight from the line, one of three from three. He does a little bit of everything. And I think that's where he's improved his game to the point where he's not elite at any one thing, but he's very good at a lot of things, which in fantasy basketball is something, you know, consistency is key. So we talk about the bounce back Barnsley. He is very consistent. It's unusual for him not to get a steal in a game. He's normally very good with the lanes, but pretty complete game when we're looking at the only really downside or four fouls, not that that's ever a a count against in fantasy basketball, but seven for 15 from the floor. He's still nearly shooting at 500 in this game. Yeah, and talk about shooting like efficiently, mate. Jakob Pertle continues to be absolutely brilliant in the middle yep. to boy your field goal percentage. Like, I love that. Look, he he'll, he derail your your free throws occasionally, but this is again where I've said like Mick to use our league today. Um, I I think free throws are not some of my strongest. So I'm still winning that cat against like head to head with you this week. We're both mm-hmm. like really that's going to be I think a touch one between us and our ESPN league. I'm looking at the date now, but guys I've got like who can hit free throws but who haven't been hitting them lately. 
are like my irking thing. I've got guys like Michael Porter Jr. who went one from three today. Yuck. He usually buoys me. Kawhi Leonard, he buoys my free throw percentage. Jakob goes one from two. So the worst free throw shooter on my team today, it feels weird to say, was Michael Porter Jr., who's generally a pretty reliable, generally good, good, pretty reliable. But thank God for his seven from 12 from three today. That was a massive game from Michael Porter Jr. We'll get... We'll get to that one later, but nice game. Can I just say from OG Ananobi? Now the 13 points on the 500 shooting is excellent. The three threes is great. The three rebounds, only one assist, but the three steals and a block. And a block. Four stocks. Yeah. Is, that's sexy, Mick. Yeah, that's really nice. He's been a little bit down lately and is a bit of a buy low candidate at the moment, but if he starts pulling out these sorts of stocks, his, uh, his price, I guess, or his value will improve dramatically. And people look at this and they'll still underrate OG just based mm. on points alone. Like they'll look up and down this score. Like look at the score sheet. Schroeder, shithouse today from the field, but he's, Dennis has been good this season. Let's not disparage him. 12 assists there. Great. But so they look at the eight points and be like, oh yeah, he just shot like shit for the game because he's Smith. He's Schroeder. He'll, he'll just, he'll just fucking jack it up all over the place. He's like a teenage boy discovering the internet. You know, he'll just throw them up all over the shop. But then you look at the rest of the team and Jakob Pertl gets 17 points in your starters. Barnsley gets 23. Pascal, great game from him, 22 points. And then you see him being the option that gets the 13. And you kind of just feel a little bit uneasy looking across the team spread. But you shouldn't when you see the consistency across Cats and the efficiency that he did. The zero from one on the free throws. I don't know why he all of a sudden cannot hit a free throw. That's my biggest bugbear in fantasy this season. He's just deteriorated his free throw like percentage incredibly. Surely he can be better than this. But yeah, the raps get the win, and yeah, you've got to you've got to think so, right? Yep. Got to, surely, Mick. Surely mm. he can do better, especially for me. Just if he can be good, that'd be lovely. Uh, the today, hey, guess who won a game of basketball? The Memphis Grizzlies, Mick. Yeah, wow. Who would have thought? Doesn't that seem that doesn't that seem like a shock to say? Although they are playing the Utah Jazz, so someone has yeah, to win. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had to win this one, and it yeah. was them. Indeed, what's standing out for you in the in the box scores today, brother? Jaron Jackson Jr. six blocks mm-hmm. is back, seven stocks today. Mm. Oh, thank God. We did mention there was that Byler window on him. Look, that's I'm not going to say that it's close, but no manager out there is just going to give up like a guy for a, a again a bag of peanuts after you get seven stocks for the day. Like that's a that's incredibly good return. Mm-hmm. Twenty points. Sexy, six rebounds, great, eight from 19. Look, three of those misses were threes. He didn't hit one, but perfect from the line. You love that from him. But Derek Rose in there getting some minutes. I love that from Derek Rose. 27 minutes, 14 points. Could you stream in Derek Rose right now? No. Why not? No, I don't think so. No, his knees, no, he's too old. He's too inconsistent. We saw this earlier on in the season. He was very efficient from the field and then, Next game, he shut the bed. So for me, you'll get these games once every blue moon, but the next game, he's not going to be able to back it up. Yeah, look, I'm just like with Gilead not getting any minutes right now as the backup point guard. I just think mm-hmm. by committee, there might be some, you could eke out some of these occasional, let's call them vintage Derek games, some vintage yeah. Rose games. I think you could eke out some of those uh, here and there, but I don't think there's a lot of them around. Interesting enough today for uh, the Utah Jazzers, they kind of sucked across the board, apart from one bloke whose name is Walker Kessler. 
he is playing starters minutes today. The minutes are ramping back up for those of us who held him. This is the sign. He's coming. He's rocketing back into top 100 value today. Uh, four from 11. I love the fact that he took the two threes out there again. I still don't know why they just don't put him near the rim. So the inefficiency there, great. The eight rebounds, excellent. But the six blocks from him today, it's just him and Jaron Jackson having a Team USA block party, Mick. Yeah. Yeah, seven stocks again there. He's uh, he's well and truly back. We need to see him back amongst the, the starters. I'm not sure how long Gert Seven's going to stick there. Mate, I think maybe a game or two. He's not playing the minutes. He's only out there for 15 minutes, and they've rolled him back out there for 28. And this is what you want to see. The four from 11, look, two of those were threes. So there's four from nine from those closer in shots. We want to see that efficiency go up because that was the big bugbear with, I guess, Walker to begin the season, that the efficiency wasn't there. Mate, the one thing that I remember you saying, you were right out there, like in the preseason, Mickey. You're going like, he's going to shoot some more threes this season. I, I, you love the potential that he had to stretch the floor. If he gets one a game and he's only taking two and he's shooting 500 from three, that's amazing. That's delicious. Yep. Even just the fact that he's he's shown that he's willing to learn to shoot the three, teams have to respect that. So that's then going to open up the floor for your likes of Keontae George and Jordan Clarkson, there's more room for them to work. Yeah, 100%. Our next one of the day, talking about some work, the Pelicans going over 500 with this win to take it over the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, look, the Philadelphia 76ers were without Joel Embiid in the starting lineup, so he had an illness. That factors in very heavily to this. Zion has been on a bit of a tear lately. The 33, like that's a big, that's a big stat line, Mick. 11 of 12 from the field, 11 of 12 from the line. When was the last time you saw the same field goal percentage to free throw percentage like that? Not like that. 12, 12 free throw attempts. And, I, and 11 and 12, I, I literally thought it was a cock up when I first saw it today. Mm. I was like, wait a second, what? Did they did they just copy and paste in the wrong cells? Yeah, but no, right. it's like, like three steals, six assists, eight rebounds. But the efficiency for Zion on the free throw line has come up a little bit. That's yeah, massive man. for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Good CJ um, game. Yeah, good without being great. Bob, yep. what do you shoot? Seven for 16, three from eight from three, four boards, five assists, two steals, one block. Yep. I was watching this game for probably a half. And yep. let me tell you, Zion was just an absolute bully. They just had he no was. one to go with him. He was backing them down in the post. He was playing his ISO ball. They just had, like, you look at the, the 76ers and They've got Batum, they've got Covington, they've got Martin, they've got Morris. Yep. Bigger bodies that you think, yeah, you're going to be able to play some D. No, they nah. look like babies. Marcus was babied, so was Batum. Like it was just like mm -hmm. I actually it reminded me of this afternoon of watching the, some of the Clippers and Clippers and Kings game where Kevin Herter thought he could defend Kawhi Leonard for a second, and Kawhi's just like bump, and the guy's like just so yeah. Like, just see you later. Like Zion had his way today. A massive win for them. A 39 point first quarter to really just go out there and make a bit of a statement game. But again, without Joel, but this, uh, this is a great starting five lineup. And this is the team that's going to get better as well with the return of Trey Murphy sooner or later. But this is a great team. Again, Valanciunas doing great things. Zion, great. And yep, yeah, old mate Brandon Ingram, happy to defer on this one. But the Pels getting a nice win there. No real pickups to look at through that team. This is the team that's clicking along in that way and making yep. it work. Uh, the next one, we had the Nuggets getting a great win over the Rockets, who were Fred Van Vleetless. We've got Fred in a couple of leagues. You hate seeing Fred not play, don't you? Yeah, don't like it. But 
It is what it is, I guess. Aaron Holiday got the start and did sweet fuck all. Yeah, look, the five assistant is okay. The nine points, but zero from five from deep. In a game where they kind of had a bit of a chance, Denver shot out of the blocks on this one. So they were chasing their tail the entire game. Mm -hmm. And it was the third quarter. They brought it back into a little bit more relevancy, the Rockets. But yeah, obviously the Nuggets just going away there and getting at the top of the win. I would like to say, though, what the biggest takeaway for me was Jalen Green, the playmaker with the nine assists today. Mm. That looked very, very good. That's a bit different from him, isn't it? He's not usually yep. a helper, but six boards, nine assists, 26 points on, what is it, 66% from the floor. That's really nice. Yeah, that was a really nice game for him. So if ever Fred Van Vliet is out for an extended period of time and you're wondering who to pick up or what to do, look, if they're going to roll this one and and Jalen seems content to distribute the ball yeah. in this whole new MA Odoka system, that's a great ad. But I just want to – my big takeaway is this. Shen Goon is still shit compared to Nikola Jokic. In fact, most basketball players are pretty just average next to Nikola Jokic because this line, mm-hmm. 32 points plus 29, 15 assists, 10 rebounds – 12 of 19, 7 of 8 from the line. Jeez, the, the man bloody did it all. He dripped in a three in there. He got yourself a steal. Look, if he could have got a block in that game, he would have filled up your box score. But I almost thought it was a bit of a like, fuck you, Alpie. You're not me. Yeah. Everyone comes on saying, I'm the big dog. Yep. Yes. I'm the big Pretty dog much. energy. Yep. Yep. Jokic like, just nicely putting him back in his spot. Like this is everyone's been like riding the the tails of Alpi, but that's it there. But mate, I'm liking Jabari Smith Jr. He's showing out okay. Yeah, he's doing okay. What I do want to bring up in this game though is Jamal Murray back from injury, hamstring injury. He sat out for a couple of weeks, six boards, six assists, sixteen points on four or fourteen. Good stats without being great from the field. He will get better. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that held, well done. There's a lot of people who are very concerned. Like I guess Hammy's Mick, you're. You're you're a, like you're a sportsman. Yeah. You've done you've done heaps. What is the just to put it into context? What does a hammy impact for you as an athlete when you're in this situation? Everything. So you're talking about your your speed burst, your ability to change directions, your ability to you know those those explosive movements. Like it's quite. Yep. So the hamstrings are a group of muscles in the back of your leg, of course, but they just control so much of what you do, whether it's running, jumping. And we know with your jump shot, your power is based through your legs. So uh, what what more can I say? Like you need your hamstrings to be right. And the fact that he's come back, he's played 22 minutes straight into the starting lineup. He'll probably play between 22 and 26 minutes, I'd imagine, for the next couple of games just to get game ready. And then he'll be right to go. But again, for those of you that held him, well done. Yeah, absolutely. I think for those of you who do need to, have a look at him. Like obviously, if if you were you would have been absolutely desperate. Like you would have been absolutely desperate to have dropped him and you would have been losing your league. And there would have been someone in your league by now as well who would have picked him up off the waiver wire 100%. a long time ago. And I guess right now we can wrap it up with this one right now. That the the Clippers are about to just like seal the win. There's three minutes left of the fourth. I think they're gonna seal it. They're up 125 to 111. De'Aaron Fox is at 38 points. Kawhi Leonard is putting on a show, 32 points. Great one from him. Uh, This game is like, this was over after half, but Mm -hmm. in traditional King style, they're putting up an absolutely gutsy tear, but there's no way they're going to get 14 points in three minutes, I would say. But James Harden, James Harden. Mm -hmm. Do you like this from Hardy? This is more of what I expect out of him, yeah. 
26 points right now, five steals, six assists, and three rebounds. The five assists, I think, is a, almost a little bit of an outlier. I, th- I would I would argue that it's a bit of an outlier, but this is much better shooting from him. Five from eight from downtown, uh, and Kawhi just absolutely on a on a tear. Seven rebounds, three assists, one steal, two blocks. Um, sexy there. Sacramento, what are you liking in there? Not much. I've got Sabonis in a couple of leagues, and he has shut the bed today. Five boards, three assists, no stocks, nine points, minus 19 from the field. He has gone two for three from the three-point line, though, which is nice for him. He's only four. made shots, Mick. Those, at at this point, there's only made two. None. He's made no. He's made nothing close. He's like, you know what? Let me make it from as far away from the rim as I can get. Yep. Like, he's got that one. and But also... Our mate Vezenkov getting five from six from the field, the four, the five rebounds there, and the thirteen points. Just an interesting thing to watch there with minutes and how they're distributing those, especially yeah. without Keegan Murray getting a little bit of a run right now. Yeah, I think they've. Also, bonus is just sub back in, but they're running their second unit a lot, and that's where they've got their run on here in the last. So, yeah. Now that Sab's back in the lineup, I anticipate. Yeah, four minutes left. They'll just cruise to a victory here. The Clippers. Yeah, and look, with these back injury, Keegan Murray is still out there. So keep your eyes on him. He's been dropped in a lot of leagues, but he's an integral part of what they're doing. Like, he's one of their young core guys. And so we're getting into that one. I guess without getting into that one, let's get into a bit of a game preview and what's, uh, what's to come. He's heating up. And also getting into things, don't forget to get into our sponsor, Bonus Bank. They are Australia's number one match betting site. Now, Mick, I know that you love these guys. The tutorials, you love those. Yep, get around them. I'm um yeah. I'm signed yeah, up. I'm financial yeah. with these guys, and yeah, it's teaching me a little bit about how to bet and how to maximise my income. I've already made a little bit of money out of them. Not to well, we're going to promote safe gambling and bet responsibly, but yeah, got a little bit of extra money there in the piggy bank for our Christmas presents. So it's yeah, it's nice. And it's a good time to do that, especially as we move into the holiday season with Christmas presents. Look, it's low risk, risk free. It's like there's a free option, sure, but for less than two bucks a day. You can get onto one of their premium subscriptions with over 12 tutorials to teach you how to use match betting to your advantage. And that's what it's about, using advanced promo strategies to get real money back into your account, back into your bank with little to no risk, as you said, mate. People who are putting in the cash and making over 2.5K in their first couple of months, make sure you use promo code INSIGHT, though. So if you use the promo code INSIGHT, you will get 25% off your first month of premium membership. That is the go. Make sure you sign up to our good friends at Bonus Bank. Mick, I'll talk you through these ones for a second, mate. Let's, let's talk previews because we're on the back of a of a back-to-back set with the Wednesday-Thursday games. People have missed the Wednesday, guys. We should probably look to Thursday and Friday games because Thursday, there's nine games. Friday, there's six games. So you might get an ad tomorrow. You might not. Saturday, you're probably not looking at making many moves because there's 12 games, 24 teams playing. You don't have a lot. So this is the time that if you really need to up yourself – these are the guys. So Thursday, Friday, you've got the Knicks and the Spurs. If you're thinking New York Knickerbockers, who are you thinking that you might want to bring into these guys in tomorrow's games for a bit of an ad? For Knicks, you probably well, you you'd already know Robinson, Randall, these sorts of guys are all going to Brunson. They're already rostered in the majority of leagues. I'm not really liking Josh Hart at the moment. I'd probably prefer to go the way of quickly or DiVincenzo if we're if we're looking for streaming targets. Yeah, look, Josh Hart's been inconsistent this season. After the end. I was hopeful for Hardy, 
it just hasn't paid out for him this season. I don't know if he's unhappy. Yeah. Quickly's been doing really well. He's been on an yeah. absolute tear. So if Quickly is around, I've I've loved having him in a league because he's just been really efficient lately. Like I've I didn't want to draft him, but he was still sticking around there in one of my leagues at the end. So I picked him up and he has been like blistering from the field. The inefficiencies will always be there. Quentin Grimes, if you need some defensive stats for these blokes, this is yep. probably one of the only ones I guess you could round out there. The San Antonio Spurs, anyone you like for a bit of a streaming option on the Spurs there, Mick? No. Not really, no. No, Sorry. And that's pretty much you it. Just, you don't no. know what Pop's going to do. He rolls out a different lineup and you know rotates his reserves all the time. So I purposely steer clear of any Spurs players. Yeah, I think that's a probably a smart idea. It, it depends on what you're targeting. I guess if you're looking for assist, I think one of the most dependable assist options out there this season just has been Trey Jones. He's available in a lot of leagues. You can pick him up for. They've had a bit of a rest in between their games, the Spurs. So he might be fresh to go. Also fresh to go are going to be probably blokes like, look, everyone who's going to be is going to be rostered in the Spurs. Like you're not going to get your Wembys or your Vassells uh, or your Johnsons. Yeah. The only other guy is Champagne has been getting some extra minutes out of there lately. Uh, but yeah, they've been bringing Vassell in a little bit slowly. Sohan is available in some leagues as a streaming target. He will continue mm -hmm. to draw the start. He will chip in a little bit across the board. And you never know what game is going to be better for him or a good game. Mm -hmm. So look for the starters there for your minutes and use those up for those two games on that one for both of those teams. Because those are the only guys you're going to really look at. Mick, I guess you could say to maximize your return for two days. That's right. Or Zach Collins, even. He tends to play pretty well beside Wembenyana. And his and Collins is available in some leagues. I was actually shocked the other day to see mm -hmm. how much he was available in some Yahoo leagues. I actually thought he would be like over 90% rostered. He's rostered so. in 79. He's rostered in 79% of leagues. So this would probably tell me that if you're in a 10-team league, that he's probably more so on your wire. Mm -hmm. You'd think, me in the 10 teams. Yeah. Yep. He's definitely a stream option for those two days, for those back-to-back -back games. Yeah. Like if he's, you're in a 10-team league, looking at Zachy Collins, absolutely 100% there. Uh, for the rest of the week, though, there's no – look, this is, the, this is the shit thing. There's no real back-to-backs you can worry about because the guys go on Friday, Saturday, are the Mavs, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Pels, the Magic, and the Suns. But you've got your roster, Mick. Like if you look at yours – look, let's look up and look, look – we'll check out our matchup. We're in – ESPN together, isn't it, this week? Yeah. Or is it yep. Yahoo? ESPN. We're in ESPN. Let's check, both check our Saturday rosters right now. We'll do it. We'll, we'll, this is, I like to do the real life exercise sometimes. I look at our matchup on the weekend right now, and you, and you do it by this way. You simply just go to your roster, do it when you get yourself a favorite, look to your Friday games and your Saturday games. And on your Saturday game, I know, I'm, I'm stuffed. I'm done. I just need to rotate someone into my center spot if I can. Oh, Nick Claxton. There you go. I'll let my lineup against you right now. I haven't done it yet. Should probably be more into it. And I've got to make a crucial cut in that league. So we're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're eight players on the court at any one time. Mick, mm -hmm. I've got Johnson off right now. I'm going to have to move him in for someone. I'm going to move in KCP. These are the things that we talk about when we, when we do these exercises. Like you're not going to be able to have a roster move on Saturday. So this is where you have to maximize your, your Thursday and your Friday. Yep, that's right. So I'm full up on Saturday. On yep. Friday, I've got no one at the center, so I'll probably be looking to stream someone in. And Thursday, I've only got the three playing. So yeah, I'll be relying on my Friday-Saturday schedule. Uh, I 
I think you might be able to get. I oh know. What am I bloody? Why am I saying who you could pick up? And, uh, <laughs> that's a dumb move, Maddie. Don't, we'll we'll don't have a look me. shortly, anyway. Don't do that. Um, I was just going to say maybe someone like Rashawn Holmes has been getting some minutes, but he hasn't been very bloody good. I drop him. Derek Lively is taken if you're looking for a big Nuggets. Yeah. No, no, there Grizzlies. Hmm. Playing around, you can maybe bring Bismack Biombo in for the Friday game. Yep. Possibly think, someone like that. I, think, I guess the Magic. Yeah, I think he's taken. Mo Wagner, yeah. Jogo Badadze around, and the Suns, yep. Drew Eubanks, if you're looking for ways of good guys at the center spot. So that's exactly what you want to do. You want to look out and plan your days ahead on targets, especially with that Friday. But again, if you look at your Saturday matchup, all your guys are there. So are you going to sacrifice that one day for those one stats, or do you, can you get them in the very next day? Most of the time, your answer is going to be no. And this is why we look to the Thursday, Friday, the Knicks and the Spurs, to maximize those and then make sure we have roster spots filled for our Saturday up. Mick, I reckon we're pretty much done here, brother. Yeah, love your work. Nice and efficient today. Nice little rundown. And uh, I look forward to coming back on. I love these NBA shows. And to the rest of the NBA world, we'll see you soon. Mate, thank you so much. It was our 100th episode. We're going to raise the bat. Make sure you like and subscribe to all of our Inside Fantasy Sports content. Follow us at Inside F Sports. Inside NBA, giving you basically daily content. If you're here in Australia or anywhere around the world and you love your cricket, we've got BBL going on. We've got 2K going on. We have so much content out there. Like and subscribe. Turn on your notifications. That's the bell thing. Knowing the latest app drops. And we'll see you soon. It's right down there. Take care, everyone.